0: There are plenty of questions about retirement planning, like how much income do I need or will it really cost $300,000 in healthcare when I retire? We'll answer some of the most common questions pre-retirees ask advisors on today's show. Welcome
1: in to Retirement Room.
2: Welcome into Retirement Rue. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of the firm. 88 combined years experience between these three, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We talk the talk each and every week. It's always about retirement, but we also open up a few spots for our radio listeners. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your planning process, and there's a lot on the minds of So many people, especially with high inflation, the economy's kind of rocky, the stock market's gone crazy, and we get it. You are nervous. There's going to be an opportunity to talk about your retirement situation. You can do that with Simon & Simon Financial. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We'll open up those spots here in just a little bit. So we know it's important to have a solid plan in place when you actually retire. So we put together answers to some of the most common questions that folks are asking their advisors. So the first one up, and Chad, we'll let you jump on this. How concerned do I need to be about
0: inflation? Yeah, that's right, Uh, Morgan. Obviously, inflation is a huge deal everyone's dealing with right now. Um, But whether or not it's going to affect you and, and to what degree really depends on your individual situation. We always talk about how inflation affects the poor the most, and that's absolutely the case. If you have assets, right, and interest rates, like we see inflation bonds right now paying eight point something percent, eight and a half, almost nine percent, um, is inflation goes up, interest rates go up. You can tie a bulk of your assets to a fixed income investment and kind of roll with inflation to a degree. If you're on a low fixed income, you're on twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month, or just social security, and the price of milk, gas, oil, everything goes up, you know, twofold. Um, you really have no options to kind of uh, bear with it. So it absolutely affects those who have little to no savings in retirement. If you have uh, saved, it's one of the main reasons savers do much better in all periods um, of the market cycle, but especially during times of inflation.
2: Talking about common questions that folks are asking advisors across the country, we have got some answers for you. And again, I mean it, it's always about concern for your retirement. America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author Pete Deruda, well, he weighed in on the importance of taking that, that holistic approach in planning for retirement and what's the best defense to emerge from this inflationary period unscathed, allowing for a seamless transition into retirement. We need to be very careful about underestimating the effects of inflation, especially if we're on a limited budget where we have a certain number of dollars to spend on food each each month and we can't find that any more money anywhere else. That's why it's very important that if we have a retirement plan, that we have inflation protection built into our retirement plan. Again, that's Pete DeRuta, America's Wealth Coach. And you, you talk about having that plan, accounting for you know different elements that can impact uh, your retirement. Inflation is going to be one of them. So we're going over some questions, common questions that advise, advise are getting across the country. This next one, uh, Chad, is 80% of my pre-retirement income, is that going to be enough in retirement?
0: Yeah, right. That's a, that's a great question. And the short answer is, <laughs> like everything else, it really depends on your situation. But you know, for our clients, we we say, hopefully, you're in a position where you can retain 100% or replace 100% of your net income in retirement or your net income, uh, working income in your retirement years. Now, Many people have a great uh, misunderstanding about how this actually works and what this means. So, if you're working, you know, for a Exxon or, or a Visa or any type of big corporation or any job where you're getting FICA Medicare and you're making contributions to your 401k and they're taken out for life insurance or taken out for uh, health insurance, um, you're only going to basically keep or net about you know 50 to 65 percent of what you're grossing. So, if you're saying I need Know, I'm making a hundred grand now or $150,000 now. Uh, you don't really need to make but maybe 55, 60, maybe 65, 70,000 uh, gross because you're going to keep in retirement, because you're going to keep anywhere from, you know, 90 to 95% of the first um, $120,000 as a couple. Um, so you have to understand how the taxes are going to be different. But so when we're doing our income planning, we like to make sure people have, you know, at least um, uh, 100% of their pre. Uh, work or their, their pre-retirement income needs. Again, um, especially when we do, you know, specifically what your income needs are, we say, okay, if you need 3,000 or 3,500 for your income needs every month, go ahead and tack on an extra thousand per month in taxes. That's what we're going to go for. Take whatever you need and add, you know, a thousand or 20% more because emergencies will happen. And that's really the comfortable buffer you're going to want to place where you're going to be um, to have a, a comfortable buffer no matter what may happen.
2: You're locked into retirement, Rue. It's always about retirement. The power behind the program is Simon and Simon Financial. In New Orleans, we get it. Uh, There's a lot of concern about your retirement. Uh, Make sure you have a plan. If you're in the middle of something, you got questions, get a second opinion. Or if you're part of the group and there's a large part of you out there that just have that portfolio and you feel like you know what? You got it covered. Folks, that is not a retirement plan. We've got spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. You can talk about where you are in your planning process if you haven't started get started if you're in the middle of something need a second opinion jump on one of those appointments and if you're one of the portfolio squatters you're just you got a nice portfolio but no plan get on the calendar with simon and simon financial and talk it out we're talking about questions common questions that people are asking across the country uh, when it comes to retirement and we're giving you some answers so this next one chad if i have enough income to quote unquote get by isn't that enough
0: yeah, a terrific question. You know, for some people, it is. And, and you know, frugal, as we say, frugal isn't fun. And I would like to tell you that, you know, people come in, they say, oh, I'm going to need this, I'm going I'm to expect to expend this much. You're always going to have other expenses, discretionary issues, helping out kids, the emergency always comes up. So you never want to live so close to the line where you're always stressed about the unexpected, right? So we'd say frugal isn't fun. So typically, you know, we have people prepared if, again, like we talked on last segment, if you've got income needs, I'm talking car insurance, uh, gas, food, everything. If those needs are 3000 know, rent or your mortgage, it's 3000 or 4000 a month, go ahead and knock that up at least a 1000 a year. That's going to help pay for the unexpected things um, that life is full of helping with the kids um, or even vacations or things that may come up along the way. So uh, again, what we, we want to do is aim to have at least the the net amount of income you were having coming in during your working years that can't happen for everyone. Um, but just because you're in retirement doesn't mean you need to take a pay cut with the proper planning um, and tax planning, income planning, social security planning. I'd say uh, for most people in our area, we can get ninety ninety five percent of the people there once we do the right planning. So you always make sure you have, you have what you need. And then some
2: starts with the conversation opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon financial about to, uh, make it available to you. We've got five positions, uh, one more question for you. And again, common questions that folks are asking advisors across the country. And the last one and Chad, I know you get this quite a bit. What is discretionary spending?
0: Yeah, that's a terrific question, Morgan. So you're right. Uh, you know, discretionary spending is basically anything above and beyond what you're, um, your bare essentials or your, uh, your needs are right. So any traveling, um, like we talked earlier, helping out with the kids, unexpected, uh, issues that come up, um, vacations, things of that nature. So this is why you always want to have a buffer there. Um, in addition to, like we talked about having a 20% margin above what your income needs are, you always want to make sure you have enough in emergency savings. So, Um, We always say, you know, six to 12 months of your net income needs to be an emergency savings account um, for those, not only uh, emergencies, but for discretionary spending, which again is those things above your income needs.
2: Let's talk about those spots on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. We have five. We're opening those up right now. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers?
0: Yep, that's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. We'll then perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes, increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income.
2: All right, we got five spots. Now's your opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. If you have not started planning, this is your opportunity. If you're in the middle of something and you need a second opinion, jump on one of these appointments. Or if you have that portfolio and you think you're good... Think long and hard about your retirement. Have a roadmap. Have a plan to get you to your golden years. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies – are going to work best for you here is the number 800-728-2225 that's 800-728-2225 we get it nervous times uh, you need to have that conversation have that ease of mind knowing that one maybe you've started down the road of planning or two uh, you've gotten that second opinion and it could be you're okay but it also could be you need to pivot And if you're sitting on that portfolio thinking you're good, you need a plan for retirement. Call this number now and talk about it. 800 728 2225. That's 800 728 2225. Coming up next on Retirement Rule, we're going to get into it. Sometimes we have to face things head on, long term care is one of them. When we come back, we'll go over some alternatives to long term care insurance. Welcome back into The Rue. That's Retirement Ruse, sponsored by Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind the program. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of the firm, and between father and sons, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into the topics each and every week. Now, if you think you don't have to worry about long-term care, think again. Get these numbers. Typically, women need long-term care a little bit longer because they're living longer 3.7 years on average than men at 2.2 years and while about a third of the people who are 65 may never need long-term care but of that groups 20 percent are going to need it longer than five years so are you ready for this starting the process can be a little unnerving here are you know just insight we have Arvett Reed client services director at Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. Most financial professionals talk about planning for college or planning for a home renovation when you're younger or maybe planning for retirement or your legacy, but no one really says how to plan for healthcare expenses and it falls in that weird like emergency bucket and the same pool is like replacing your roof when really it shouldn't. So I like to encourage people to start making that healthcare care emergency fund earlier than later. All right, that's our vet Reed again, client services director, signature estate and investment advisors, and Grant. I'm going to go ahead and just stick my neck out and say I'm guessing you
1: agree with all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you certainly want to be preparing for you know future healthcare costs uh, earlier rather than later. But this really gets to the point of. All sorts of retirement planning, younger, earlier, saving early and often, these are always good things because time is the greatest asset that an investor has. The longer time you have with your money working for you, your capital at work, the better off you're going to be in all things. Now, the question becomes, should a 20-year-old buy a long-term care policy? You know, probably not, but it is good to at least segregate some of those savings that you are putting away for those future costs because it's going to be a lot easier to be able to purchase the types of uh, policies that are going to provide you long term care protection if you start saving even a very small amount, a couple dollars a month towards it. In your 20s and 30s. Talking about options, I mean, long term care, a lot of
2: people don't want to talk about it because it is the end game. I mean, when you think about retirement, most people are thinking, hey, every day is Saturday, uh, discretionary income, I'm gonna go spend some of it, I'm gonna go enjoy myself, but you really need to plan all the way down, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and long-term care, or the end game we should say, uh, is a possibility. So make sure healthcare is on your board, and it could mean that you might need long-term care. So how do we do this? Uh, long-term care insurance, the premiums can be very, very high. So let's go over some options uh, that
1: you have. So what about a life insurance policy with a, say, long-term care rider? Yeah, so this is really the evolution in our industry for providing long-term care to people. Uh, You were just talking about the fact that people don't really like to talk about the end game, and that is true about long-term care. It's also true about life insurance. A lot of people don't like to buy life insurance because they don't like to think about the fact that they are going to die one day. But... With the new life insurance policies that offer long-term care as a rider, which basically allows an individual to access their death benefit while they're alive if they need long-term care, is a fabulous way to incorporate a younger individual's ability who generally need life insurance. If you've got two or three kids, you're in your 30s and 40s and you're the, the main breadwinner, you are going to want to have some life insurance in case you die and you leave your a spouse and kids uh, with a big drop in income. Adding a long-term care writer to a life insurance policy allows for people to have access to long-term care, but do it in a way that's wrapped into their life insurance policy, which really makes the cost significantly less. In addition to that, uh, you don't have to go out and buy a separate long-term care policy where we have a lot of these premium problems where 10 years from now, you're going to be paying four or five times what you started off paying. When you do the life insurance policy with the long-term care writer, you eliminate a lot of those premium problems, uh, the raising of premiums by companies for traditional long-term care.
2: Always about just the conversation about retirement planning on this very program. And this is part of the discussion a lot of people don't want to talk about. And that is what's going to happen at the end. Long-term care church can be very, very expensive. Uh, There are other options. It's worth a conversation. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your planning process and have you had the conversation about what you're going to do as you age, as you get older, how are you going to handle health care and is long-term care insurance something that you would be interested in? Just know that it can be very, very expensive. So there are other options out there and worth that conversation. So we've talked about you know that long-term care rider with a life insurance policy. You can also. I'm looking down and seeing this. You can also have an asset-based policy. Yeah, this
1: is another uh, part of that evolution where we're getting uh, breakthroughs, really, in the way that these types of uh, products are being offered, and and the companies are creating really unique ways to be able to provide the coverage. Uh, an asset asset-based policy does a very good job as as well as the life insurance policy with a long-term care writer of removing a lot of those uh, raising premium or rising premium problems. Uh, with an asset-based policy, you do have to have some cash on hand, but let's say you had some funds in your total assets and you wanted to kind of segregate a little bit of that, had a million dollars in retirement assets, let's say, or in assets um, of, of savings, you might take $100,000, put it in To an asset-based policy, you set that money aside, that hundred thousand dollars aside, and then if you need long-term care, if you lose two activities of daily living, it will provide you sometimes two and a half, three times that amount in tax-free long-term care benefits. And the best part about it is, is let's say you don't end up needing long-term care, or you just don't want to have the coverage anymore. The vast majority of these policies will allow you to take back 100% of the amount that you set aside. That $100,000, you can always get that amount back or a large portion of it back. And you have the protection, but you don't lose it if you don't use it which is great. I
2: tell you folks, I mean just having these types of conversations, yes, it's it's a subject a lot of people don't even want to broach. But you really need to do it. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. You can have these types of conversations. You know, get started with your retirement planning. Maybe get that second opinion. Or if you've got that portfolio, you know, folks, you really need to have a plan, a roadmap to get you to your golden years. So, you know, again, not a pleasant subject. Long-term care insurance. It can be very, very expensive. Uh, it is the end game. And there's a large percentage of us uh, that are out there that are probably going to need some kind of care at as we age. So how do we get around those, those large premiums? All right, there are some options. We've talked about life insurance policies with long-term care riders. We've talked about an asset-based policy. Again, a little more expensive, but you could have access to some of that money. And then here's the A word, Grant. We talk about annuities, and people sometimes they cringe. But, man, I tell you, uh, the annuity, uh, the library has totally changed. I mean, there are so many different options here. But the annuity might be a
1: situation that would fit well when it comes to long-term care. Yeah, absolutely. We actually will use um, annuities one of two ways. Some annuities provide, let's say it gives you a income stream of $5,000 a month. Many of them will double in the event that you go to a care home or some of them will double that $5,000 a month if you lose to activities of daily living. But there's another way that you can use annuities with long-term care. The traditional annuity is like a pension. You take $100,000 and you're going to buy an income stream. It might be $1,000 a month for the rest of your life or for 10 years or 15 or 20 years. But that's the traditional annuity. And what you can do is you can buy an immediate annuity where you take $100,000 and it starts spitting out an income stream and turn around and use that income stream to either pay the premiums on a long-term care policy or fund a life insurance policy with a long-term care writer. There's all kinds of really smart and unique ways that you can use that income stream to be able to to buy the insurance, long-term care insurance that you need and provide the benefits that you need. Retirement Rue. always about retirement. This portion of the program, it's long-term care.
2: What are your options? I mean, long-term care insurance, the premiums can be very high. We've talked about life insurance policy, long-term care writer in there. Uh, asset-based policy, again, a little more expensive, but you're going to have access to some of those funds. And then the annuity. I mean, there are so many things that you can do when it comes to your retirement plan. Make sure you have the conversation about long-term care because there are there's a percentage of us that are going to need that care as we age. So now's the opportunity to have this conversation with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Grant, what's going to
1: happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income.
2: Now's your opportunity. Jump on it. Five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. If you've got at least $200,000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Again, you've got questions. This is courtesy. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 800 728 two 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 five grab one of the five spots right now 800-728-2225 coming up next on the rue we talk more retirement good and bad habits man we are creatures of well both really when we come back we're going to tackle some of the bad habits to break as you enter into that financial red zone five to ten years before retirement Welcome back into Retirement Room, powered by Simon & Simon Financial, where you can find Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of the firm. 88 combined years experience between father and sons, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. And again, folks, we talk retirement each and every week. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And each and every week, we give you an opportunity to get on the counter with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost no obligation and absolutely no pressure. See where you are in your planning process. You might be just starting. Uh, Maybe you're in the middle of something, need a second opinion, or you're part of that group that's got the portfolio and you're sitting on it, but you don't have a plan. The opportunity to get started with that is coming up. We've got five positions on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. So please, uh, when we open them up, Jump on. them. All right. To ensure you're not coming up short on retirement savings or worse, unwittingly sabotaging your future retirement, we want to get rid of some bad habits. So we're going to talk about those bad habits today. Chad, we're going to start with you. Uh, First bad habit, spending now rather than saving for later.
0: Yeah, this, this is one of the big ones, and, and we're all guilty of doing it, you know, procrastinating on the most important thing um, to get ready for retirement is, is you know, spending now and, uh, instead of saving for later. And that's, I think it's, at one point, we're all guilty of it. And the younger you are, when you kind of realize that you've made some poor decisions and start saving, the better off you're going to be. I mean, that's just, uh, that's just time and, and interest and the power of uh, time over or power of uh, accumulated interest, compounded interest over time. It's simple math. Um, so it's easy to start, you know, saying, Oh, I'll start saving when the house is paid and the kids are in the college. And, you know, it's easy to do that. There's always going to be excuse. So you really want to make that a priority. Now you can chew gum and walk at the same time. It's all about making it a priority, just like it is to lose weight or to handle any other goal or achievement you want. You have to allocate the resources, the time, the effort now. And once you do it, and, and we're not talking about a lot of money, just start small short achievable goals um, will, will get you where you need to be, but do it now. Don't wait.
2: Bad Habits to Break. We're talking about it today on Retirement Rue, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. If you've got some of these habits, uh, you need to make some changes. Uh, If you haven't started planning, got an opportunity for you to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. Or if you're in the middle of something, need a second opinion, one of the spots on the calendar can be for you as well. So that first bad habit, spending now rather than saving for later. All right, we've got that one. Check that one off. What about underestimating how much you're going to need to retire, Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's another big one. Um, And, you know, understanding how much you're going to need really depends on a lot of different factors. Obviously, if you live in, you know, Calabasas, or you live in Hollywood, um, what you're going to need to live on is vastly different than if you live in, you know, Folsom, Louisiana, or Franklinton, or or even Mattery or Covington. Um, So getting a grasp on what your, you know, what your income needs now are, what they're going to be, maybe at retirement, maybe the house will be paid off, maybe the kids, uh, helping the kids will be, Um, not an issue. The kids are out of college, maybe Um, whatever it may be having a firm grasp and then always, you know, going above and beyond what you think you're going to need. We're experiencing, you know, traumatic inflation right now. Things are going to cost more in the future, even under normal uh, terms and normal situations. Um, You know, we we never go back after these inflationary periods happen. We never go back to where uh, things were before inflation. That's why uh, Coca-Cola is no still not a nickel like it was in the fifties. Um, even during, you know, the last 12 years of record low inflation, a Coke is still a dollar, $2 and it keeps going in one direction. So, um, understanding, you know, all those assets or facets of what you're going to need is, is a huge place and always be conservative. Always think you're going to plan for having, uh, more of a need than you think you will, uh, to account for inflation and the unexpected. Talking about
2: bad habits when it comes to retirement, things that we are doing that we probably don't even know we're doing. Uh, We've gone over a couple already spending now rather than saving for later, Uh, underestimating how much you're actually going to need for retirement. And Chad, this last
0: one we will hit just misunderstanding what diversification means. Yeah, this is a big one, Morgan. So, you know, we see this a lot. You know, people say all the time, you know, I want to be diversified. I want to make sure I don't have all my eggs in one basket. And that is absolutely true, but I think people misunderstand what that means. Sometimes they think diversification is having money with different advisors, right? So I'll have my money, some of my money with this advisor, some of my money with this advisor. Um, and obviously, a lot of the times they can be investing in the same things. Um, and then you have the... The, the common the most common one is having diversification in asset classes that may not be suitable for what the market conditions are currently, right? So diversification usually includes stocks and bonds and then within stocks you'll have you know um, emerging mar- markets, large cap, mid cap, small cap. But right now, you know bonds are, are not a real good option in our opinion because of what's happening with interest rates. So diversification is, is important as long as you understand what it means fundamentally and also um, what it means what the kind of limitations it can create on your portfolio if you misunderstand what it means, i.e. having it with multiple advisors or having an asset classes that may not be um, real uh, pertinent for what's going on currently within the economy and the market. Simon and Simon Financial, the power
2: behind retirement, Rue. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We have Chad and Grant and Gerald, uh, the firm at Simon and Simon Financial. uh, Basically, at our beck and call, we talk retirement each and every week, and we also give you an opportunity to get on their calendar, talk about your situation. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you need a second opinion. Maybe you have that portfolio and you just don't have a plan. Folks, uh, talking about just some bad habits to break, spending now rather than saving for later or, you know, underestimating how much you're actually going to need to retire and then misunderstanding what diversification means. I mean, these are all bad habits uh, that you can break with education, with a conversation. So I want to jump over to Grant Grant. Let's bring you on uh, another bad habit, putting contributions on autopilot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't pull money out of your retirement account when the market's down or only invest when the market is up. What you really want to do is you want to be making those contributions um, all the time. Every time there's a paycheck that comes in, you want to be contributing to your 401k. But in addition to that, you don't want to just set it at you know, 4% and then never make any changes to it. You do want to be increasing the amount that you're saving into your 401k every year. A lot of people, when we sit down with them, what we'll try to do if they can afford this is we want to have a 1% increase every year. So if they're saving 5% this year, next year, it'll be six, the following year, it'll be seven. You want to have that increasing amount of contribution because wages do typically go up. And most advisors, most are going to tell you that you really need to be saving at least 10 to 15% of your wages. That's how much you need to be saving every year. If you're not saving that much, at the bare minimum, you need to at least be saving what your 401k will match. If a company offers a match in the 401k, up to 4% of salary, you need to at least be putting in the amount that gets you the match.
2: Talking bad habits. If you're if you're doing this, you need to break from the bad habits. Again, spending now rather than saving for later, underestimating how much you're going to actually need to retire and then misunderstanding what diversification means. Those are all big ones. And then, you know, the one we just talked about, putting contributions on autopilot, you know, be aware, you know, have a conversation, have a plan. Grant, the next one I've got for you, making only pre-tax retirement contributions,
1: that is a bad habit. Yeah, and it's really because, you know, for most people, you want to get the deduction. If you have a decent amount of income, you want that deduction when you put money to the 401k. However, it is so limited in contributions, the IRS has limited dramatically those individuals that can contribute to Roth IRAs, mainly because of the income limitations. An individual cannot make more than about $98,000 a year and contribute to a Roth IRA. However, with a Roth 401 1k contributions, you could make unlimited amounts of money and still be able to contribute to that Roth 401k. So you want to have a balance between the two. If you're in high income levels, yes, you want that tax deduction, but you also want to take advantage of contributing some money to your Roth 401k, especially if you are over the income limits that would allow you to contribute to a Roth IRA outside of your 401k. So it's good to have a balance between the two, find the sweet spot of getting the most tax deduction possible possible while also taking advantage of contributing to your Roth 401k talking about bad habits
2: Jen. again just to ensure you're not going to come up short when it comes to your retirement savings we've talked about spending now rather than saving later that's a mistake that's a bad habit you know underestimating how much you're going to need to retire again stay on top of that misunderstanding what diversification means especially inside your own portfolio folks you need to know it. And then putting contributions on autopilot, and we also just talked about making only pre-tax retirement contributions. Folks, you need to start asking questions about your retirement situation. I've got an opportunity for you, and it is on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. I have five spots.
1: Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least 200000 safe for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income.
2: Starts with a conversation, and you have access to Simon & Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, and no pressure. We have five positions on the calendar. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Again, five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800 728 2225. Call now and grab one. 800 728 2225. Coming up next on The Roo, we've got question and answer. I'll throw the questions, and the guys, they'll have the answers. Retirement Rue. It is always about retirement. Powered by Simon and Simon Financial right here in the New Orleans market. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate and this show is Chad Simon, Grant Simon and Father Gerald Simon the founder of the firm. 88 combined years experience between these three helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. Again, I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. It is now time for question and answer. I'll divvy out the questions and they'll come up with the answers and then you're going to have questions about your own retirement situation. There's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon. We have five positions remaining for the upcoming week. We'll open those up here in just a little bit. Mandeville, our first question. We'll throw this one at Grant. Grant, here we go. Maddie is asking this. My company offers a 401k, but also a Roth 401k. Currently, I contribute 6% to my 401k, 8% to my Roth 401k. Is this a good long-term strategy? I want to contribute all to my Roth 401k starting in 2023 is that a better strategy and also can i take out my principal if needed from my roth
1: 401k since it's after tax dollars yeah maddie so uh the first thing is is that, yes, what you are doing right now is certainly a good long-term strategy. You want to be taking advantage of both the traditional 401k contributions, the pre-tax side, and you also want to be taking advantage of the Roth 401k, the after-tax side. Um, now, when it comes to picking one or the other to contribute all to the Roth 401k starting next year... I would tell you it would depend seriously on the type of income that you're making. Um, If the tax deduction now is not as important to you, you don't need the tax deduction as much, then yes, it could be a potentially good thing to do. But if you're not making a tremendous amount of income now, then it would also – tend to mean that you're probably not going to have a dramatic increase in tax expenses after you retire. So putting it all in the Roth might not be the right idea that way either. So you wanna have a balance between the two. Uh, When it comes to taking out principal, if needed from your Roth 401k contributions, uh, the answer is yes, yes, but there are some caveats. Number one, if you take withdrawals out of a Roth 401k prior to age 59 and a half, And prior to the Roth 401k being in existence, meaning you've been making contributions for at least five years, or you contributed to it and it has been in existence for at least five years, then there could be a 10% predistribution penalty if you withdraw the earnings. You can take out the original uh, contribution amounts, but if you're under 59 and a half and you do it, then they're going to look at the percentage of earnings. So if you put in, let's say, uh, 10,000 and now your account is worth 11,000. That means that you've got about 10% in earnings. If you take out $5,000, 500 of it is going to be earnings. The other 4,500 would be principal. So there are caveats to this. Generally speaking, yes, you can take out the contributions because they're on an after-tax basis, but there are some caveats. Definitely want to sit down and talk to somebody that understands how they work and the ins and outs of all Roth 401k rules
2: question and answer portion of Retirement Rue. It's always about retirement powered by Simon and Simon Financial. If you've got questions of your own about your situation, opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon, no cost, no obligation, no pressure coming up here in just a little bit. Next question from Covington Grant. Also for you. This is Sean. Here's the question. My advisor with a well-known company has my retirement portfolio in 20 or more funds, 30% of that in ETS and four cash funds. It's very confusing. They claim to be a fiduciary. The money is safe, but returns given this year, 4.9% have not been good enough. In my opinion, I'm 65 years old. My spouse age 64 is my portfolio
1: spread across too many funds. Given my age. Hey, Sean. Thanks for the question. Um, uh, The answer is. Possibly, Uh, you know, having them, we were talking about this earlier in the show about diversification, you can have so many funds that are investing essentially in the same underlying stocks or assets that you really don't have a lot of diversification. You might have a lot of funds in your portfolio, but if they're all investing in the same thing, then that can present a problem. Um, The other thing is, I would say, uh, based on what has happened so far this year in the market, if you've made four point. 9%. When the market is down by 15 or 20, you're actually doing pretty well. So uh, if you have questions about the way that you're portfolio is invested this is why communication is so important in our in our business you have to be able to feel comfortable enough to ask your advisor to explain those sorts of questions you know if if you think you might have too many or why is he invested in this if you have a question about your money you should be able to ask it and he should be able to answer it and there might be a perfectly legitimate reason behind the selections of the various funds that you are invested in but there should be a good reason reason for it, and it should be based on your needs, goals, and objectives. All investment advisors should always try to make their clients the most return possible with the least amount of risk, specifically for those retirement clients. If you're in your 60s, like you are and your wife, 64, 65 years old, that is the goal of every advisor, and they should be able to explain to you the reasoning behind the investment selections that they've made
2: ask good questions and get answers. So uh, We get in the middle of Q&A and just remember your question might be similar to something uh, that maybe a Maddie or a Sean has gone through, but your situation is going to be unique to you. And so does your, you know, your retirement plan needs to be custom made for you. There's an opportunity to get on the counter with Simon and Simon Financial coming up here in just a little bit. Got another question from Metairie and this is for Chad. It's from James. Here's the question. After once using the, 1031 exchange, we purchased a rental home. After renting it for years, we thought of moving into it. How many years does it take to revert back to personal property to avoid that capital gains?
0: Yeah. Hey, James. Uh, so for those uh, who don't know what a 1031 exchange is, let's do a quick summation uh, real quick. So with any after-tax assets uh, that appreciate in value, you may owe capital gain taxes when you those assets are sold, right? So you can have capital gains on stocks, paintings, memorabilia, and obviously real estate, to name a few. But for real estate, there is an option whereby you can swap one property for another and therefore defer any capital gains that may be due on the sale of that property. Um, There are rules, however, that must be followed in order to successfully get the benefits of a 1031 exchange. Um, It's a tax break. You can sell a property held for business or investment purpose and swap it for a in-kind or like-for-like property. The proceeds from the sale must be held in escrow by a third party and used to buy the new property. You cannot receive them even temporarily. You cannot take receipt of the funds. The properties being exchanged must be considered like kind in the eyes of the IRS for capital gains tax to be deferred. Um, so if it's used correctly, there is no limitation On how frequently you can do a 1031 but it has to you have to follow the rules so to answer your question uh, if you have a property you do a 1031 exchange with and now you want to convert it to your primary residency um, it really depends on what your intent was for that property initially so in order for the irs to determine their intent your intent there is what's called a safe harbor test so the replacement property must be owned for at least two years 24 months immediately after the exchange which is known as the qualifying period. And in each of the 12 or in each of the two 12-month periods in the qualifying period, the taxpayer must rent the property to another person for a fair rental for 14 days or more. And the taxpayer's personal use of the replacement property must not exceed the greater of 14 days or 10% of the number of days during that 12-month period that the dwelling unit is rented at fair value. So as you can see, um, there it's a very complicated process. So if you're going to take advantage of a 1031 and then especially use that property or convert that property back to a primary residency, you do have to pass the safe harbor test. So I would recommend always working with a professional so you don't end up in a situation where you could potentially forego some of those capital gains tax savings or put yourself in a situation where you uh, limit any potential further or future tax rates Um, into the future thanks for the question
2: though to q a always a very interesting part of the program get to hear the different questions that a lot of people are going through now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with simon and simon financial and again this is no cost no obligation no pressure we have five slots on that calendar for the upcoming week
0: Uh, chad what's going to happen for these five callers That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There is no obligation or cost to all callers have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income.
2: All right. Now's the opportunity. We have five positions on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. This is no cost, no obligation. And again, there is no pressure. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. But this is your opportunity if you have not started planning to get going, if you're in the middle of something and you just have questions, man, get another set of eyes, uh, an advisory team taking a look at what's going on with your plan, get that second opinion. Or if you're in that group that has the portfolio and you've acquired, you know, all of these, you know, these different funds, but you don't have a plan for retirement, man, get started. This is your opportunity. Five spots. Here's the number 800-728-2225. Again, that's 800-728-2225. No cost, no obligation, no pressure, nothing to lose. 800 728 Call that number now. Grab one of these five spots. They will not last long. 800-728-2225. Another retirement rue is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week.